Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki and Kim, and we're talking about all things homeschool high school, because that's what we do. Yay! Yay. All right, so we're we're shouting out to, to our newbie friends out there who have not homeschooled high school before. And first of all, we just want to say... Hip hip hooray! You're awesome. Yay. You know what? Guess what, newbie homeschool high school mom? You can do it. You really can. And we have an earlier episode that, if you haven't listened to it yet, we recommend you give it a listen. That kind of helps you look at the global, um, the the big picture stuff of okay, I'm thinking about doing this, and I'm feeling overwhelmed and intimidated, and I've got too many people giving me too many ideas, and I don't know which ones to think about. And so that episode sort of dealt with those things. Some emotional support. Emotional (laughs) support, yes. And today we're going to offer you a lot of nuts and bolts. You betcha. I, You know, that expression is well-respected, but, I mean, really, if I'm going to have nuts, I want, like, cheese and (laughs) chocolate and... Yeah, I don't really the, want bolts. Like the cashews and chocolate. Coffee. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to pretend like we're having nuts and chocolate there we instead go. of nuts and bolts. And this is going to be really concrete stuff. And we're going to listen to Vicki a lot because Vicki not only homeschooled her five kids all the way through, but she also served as academic advisor for... 18 Many moons, 18 years, to, to our local community, including all of Kim's children and all of my children mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So she has seen a lot of folks come through their high school years and actually live to tell the story. Live to tell the story successfully. Yeah. yeah. And it's not because of me, it's because people can homeschool high school successfully. Really yeah. They and you really can actually have, have fun. And like feel good, and it's yeah, it's not just like you can make it through, it's like it can be really awesome. Homeschool, high school, in my opinion, those are the best years yet. That was my experience. I loved, Mm -hmm. I loved homeschooling high school, Mm -hmm. it was was quite wonderful. Some of of the best, most memorable family things, like relational things between my kids, came Mm -hmm. during high school homeschooling high school and even using some of Vicki's curriculum like human development I think will forever be my favorite because of some of the great conversations we had there are some conversations in that text oh there are yes Yes. and some really entertaining group activities that come out of doing that curriculum in a co-op setting just putting a little plug in that was that was one of our oh yes huge success co-ops was when we did human development with our youngest yes and some friends yeah co-op but anyway, we're digressing. I'm sorry. We digress. So yes. nuts That's and bolts. Um, newbie mom is chocolate. listening. Newbie mom is is. Oh, I'm sorry. Nuts and chocolate. Nuts and what chocolate. Get it right, woman. Newbie mom is listening, and newbie mom's name is. Um, we're going to call her Sandra. So Sandra is listening. <laughs> okay. Hi Sandra. And, hi Sandra. <laughs> Glad you're, you're with our us seventh sister. <laughs> so Sandra is listening in, and she says, "All right, I'm going to do this. I've been homeschooling my kids, and for a while, I thought I was probably going to put them in in traditional." school for high school but it's just not seeming like it's the the right fit that's not what God's directing um my husband's on board we're we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna keep him home for high school so I've made the decision 
but I just don't know where to start. Like, I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I really believe it's what is best for our family and God's calling us to do it. But, like, how do I plan for my first day of homeschool high school? That's such a good question. Thank mm. you, Sandra, for yeah, sharing Yeah, glad you that called in with, with that us. question, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandra, the first thing you want to do <laughs> is imagine... What will you have? What will you have accomplished, and your teens accomplished, when they graduate? When they walk across the stage or the backyard or whatever you do for graduation, and you flip that tassel to the other side of the cap, and that child is ready to launch into the next phase of life, what will you have accomplished personally, but especially since this is nuts and chocolate, um, on that transcript? So you need a four-year goal. And we talk a lot of times on the Homeschool High School podcast about how important it is to keep reminding ourselves that we are not raising children. We are not um, just raising a 15-year-old. We're raising adults. They're going Mm -hmm. to be adults far longer than they were children. And so we can't just look at where the 15-year-old is right now and just deal with their 15-year-old stuff right now. We need to, to have that picture in mind of, all right, so when they step out into adulthood, what am I expecting to see? What am I prayerfully hoping to see? And then you figure out how to deal with that 15-year-old in light of Right. longer vision. And we talked about the filters last time, that, that if you have the family's why, you know, why are you doing this, it helps you to choose those four-year goals. Um, and remembering that we can plan our ways, but God directs the path. He's in charge of the outcome, so we're not God. I'm sorry, can you just say that one more time? Because I think if Sandra doesn't need to hear it again, I do. We're <laughs> not in charge of what? The outcome, Sandra. You can let the outcome be God's deal. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Because this is not, this is, yeah. (laughs) I tell you, when I learned that when I was a younger mom, it was such a relief. Like, Mm -hmm. I am not in charge of the outcome. Yeah. 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 Yay, God. Yeah. However, we do have to work toward it as if. We do. Yes. We we do have a responsibility towards that outcome. So to write down, you know, academically, what are your whys? What are, what are, are you a STEM family? Are you a language arts family? Are you a history family? Then you want to lean into those different areas as you choose your core courses. What extracurriculars do your kids need to develop their interests or just to broaden themselves so that they're not locked into something before they're ready to be locked into? So you write those down personally. You know, socially, what kind of goals do you want to see the kids develop? Mm-hmm. And you write them down. You know, Habakkuk 2.2 says to write the vision and make it clear mm-hmm. so that those who read it can run with it. Your teens mm-hmm. should know and should be part of that goal writing process. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at those, those positives, those areas of interest and strength and passion. You're also recognizing honestly and without shame, areas that are difficult and struggles and places that you will want to bolster or build skills in. And you may even have special needs in your family. You may have real challenges to Mm -hmm. overcome. And that's a part of that too, because God's plan for your homeschool high school years is that you would be addressing the whole kid, the the whole whole student. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so who, which of your kids and for what subjects need somebody else to mm. teach that to them, or do you need extra support or tutoring or training 
And that's, that's not a shame. That's glorifying God to make the best and to make compensations. So. Yeah, and not only looking at, at your children, but also looking at you as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like if, you're, if you do have, say you're a very languagey arts family, but one of your kids is really interested in excelling in some STEM stuff, set them up with somebody else who's capable of really helping them run with that and don't fight the fact that that's not your gifting. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, there's this thing called the body of Christ that we sometimes forget to be incredibly thankful for and quick to um, use. Mm -hmm. And God put us together to take care of one another well on the homeschool journey. And there are people, if, if you have a STEM kid and you're not a STEM mom, God has somebody who will nurture that and, and help grow that in your kid. And you're not, you're not doing this alone. So sometimes that's in your local community, or sometimes it's on one of the online networking things mm-hmm. like Her Click, mm-hmm. which we're not affiliates for, but we, <laughs> but we think like they're them. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, we're buds, though. Yeah. All right, so you're looking at that, at that end goal. You're looking at who you are um, as a teacher, who your, each of your kids is as an individual student, and now you're turning that somehow into a four-year plan? Yeah, so you, mm. do, and you hold a four-year plan very flexibly, but at least take year by year. So this year, what are your going to be your goals toward that long-term goal, toward your plan. So this is not your actual list of this is the math that I'm going to use for this Mm. year. No, we just want to say, okay, we're leaning this year. Last year's math was a little weak. This year we want to concentrate more on it so that we get a college prep kid, you know, Mm. graduating. Or this year my daughter has really expressed some interest in photography. We want to develop that as an elective. No pun intended. (laughs) We're going to develop her interest in photography. That like, was a when you good one. I love it when we get exposure to good <laughs> jokes. Oh. Had to shed a little light on it somewhere. Oh. Oh. I shudder to think what might come next. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm sorry. We should probably do another one because Vicky's laughing. We should do another poor one so she can stop laughing. There you go. She's good now. Then we we filled that in. So uh, yes. yeah. So what do you want to accomplish this school year? <laughs> and you write that down and you discuss it with your teen. As teens should be part of that process. So that's your you got a long term goal and then you got a yearly goal. And wait, the the kids actually contribute to that process. They work you work with them, you tell them what you want them to do, you let them um, tell unless you. Unless you want to be a helicopter mom and you decide everything and then you just hover around and then you go to college with them and you visit Ooh. their teachers and you call their teachers. And, and what's really creepy is, like, she's not making this stuff up. I mean, mm. yeah, my, it happens. My, my son that uh, teaches college talks about the helicopter parents who call him up, you know, for their kids. I'm not kidding. So, wow. Yeah. Crazy town. Um, So, yeah, we want to avoid that. And what happens when you have a kid who is disinterested in this process? And it's like, I don't care. I don't care. Because let's face it, there are teens. Yeah, I don't care. We might need to do a whole episode on that. Okay. Oh, great idea. But it's important to involve them even if they're not gung-ho. Like, I I had a daughter who, oh, my word, she would have planned her entire high school all by herself. She she went on to be a teacher. What a surprise. (laughs) But, um... And I, I had kids who were nowhere near as interested in yeah. it. 
so it was easy to do it with the daughter that was all gung-ho. It was still really valuable to do it with some of the other kids who were less inclined. Yeah, my, my most of my kids were pretty, like, go with the flow and whatever, and it, it doesn't matter, you know, giving them an opportunity. But you don't have to leave it up to them to Mm-mm. decide. Mm-mm. You're just respecting that they are becoming adults and they need to start being part of the process. Mm-hmm. Well, part of it is letting them see that there is a process. I think that a lot That's of young teens <laughs> I think a lot of young teens think that somehow this stuff just drops down onto mm-hmm. them and and they don't realize that there are there are pros and cons that have to be considered and that there are filters that you run things through and that there's not always a perfect right answer yeah. to choose. And so being a part of that process helps them learn to handle life yeah. later, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So it sounds clunky to, to take time to do four-year goals, you know, long-term goals, and then the yearly goals. But really it pays off because when you have that framework, it's an infrastructure, it filters out. You know, we talked about filters last time. It filters some things out so you don't even have to consider them, and it helps you focus in mm-hmm. then, which then helps you choose curriculum. Mm. So curriculum is, you, you choose the, the format, so do you want to just log hours and get a Carnegie unit? So some electives are best that way. Sometimes you can do history that way. And if you're not sure what we're talking about, go to sevensistershomeschool.com to the blog and just search for Carnegie. Or, yeah, or earning credits. Earning credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do you want a curriculum and, and what kind of curriculum? So do you want one that's very um, intense or one that is more user-friendly and laid back. And so it helps you, in, if you have the goals set, to choose a thing. Do you want it to do that in a co-op? Or do you want to do that individually? Because there's not one right way mm. to homeschool in general or to one right way to do your courses. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to take a class with someone else mm-hmm. in a local umbrella school? or Online course, yeah. All kinds so of options. Many, so many options. And don't, newbie mom, Sandra, listen. <laughs> don't let the plethora of options overwhelm you. The, the point is to know that there are lots of options and to do the best you can in evaluating the pros and cons. But if you choose something and it doesn't work great, the world will not come to an end. You can always toss a curriculum. Vicki even wrote a post about 50 ways to scrap your school book. <laughs> and yes, you will be singing Paul Simon the whole time that you Slip read that. We are not actually affiliates for Paul Simon, but we do think that he made some really groovy music. So anyway. He did. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, seven, seven geometry curriculums on the same student before we found one that we stuck with. I for, do think that Kim holds the record on that one. one half credit Geom- no, geometry. Geometry. Oh, okay. That was a whole, whole credit. Yeah. Yeah. Whole, yeah. A whole credit geography. Yeah. It took seven. Yeah. And it was worth it till you found the right one, right? Oh, yeah. If we had stuck with the first one, I'm not sure that we would have made it through high school, either one of us. Because mm-hmm. it, it was that bad a fit. It, it took courage to toss, to scrap the school book, it and did. you did it, and you found the right one, and that kid is now an adult. Yeah, heading on to graduate yeah, school like and smart and awesome and yeah, fabulous yeah and way more confident than in the midst of that struggle when it was seeming like what's wrong with me that I can't do this curriculum yeah all right so we we, we set our end goal 
And then we figured out a four-year plan, and then we broke it into one-year plans with these are our focus points, our goals for each year. And then we chose curriculum that will lead us toward the accomplishment yeah. of those goals. And now we have to have some way to track what on earth we're doing so that Ooh. when it's over and done, we can show that we actually did this stuff. Yeah, because in order to have a transcript, you really need something to back it up. So record keeping is really important. Without getting an ulcer, you just want to prove that some education is taken care of, you know. Mm. And so we, we've done episodes on master portfolios where you just keep the, the you know, samples of the best work and keep those over time. Um, it's really important for logging hours if you're doing Carnegie credits to keep track of that. You know, write it down. So just like at my job as a counselor, if I don't take notes that session didn't happen. Mm. <laughs> if kids don't, or the mom doesn't make sure things got documented, the credit didn't happen. Okay. So whose job is it to take those notes or records Yes, or then whatever? you have to decide. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's another decision to make. And mm -hmm. there are moms who do all of the record keeping, mm -hmm. and there are students who do all of the record keeping, and there's every mix and match in between. Because mm -hmm. there's not one, one right, right way, way to keep the records, but mm -hmm. you do have to keep them. Absolutely. So one of the things that we did on our textbooky kind of courses is we developed a syllabus, like in mm -hmm. especially in our group classes and co-op classes, and then the kids would follow the syllabus, and they had an easy way then to keep track of what you know what kind of tests they want to hold on to or things mm -hmm. like that, and just have a syllabus in the portfolio as a backup mm -hmm. for what you have on the transcript is a good idea. Mm. And funny that it took me um, almost to the end of my homeschooling high school career to figure this out, but that whole book list thing what books they read. I, I knew what books they had read for their literature course, right. but there were lots of other titles that they were reading to reach their recommended number of books by the end of the year. And, I mean, year after year, I would forget to, to make it clear at the beginning of the year, you need to keep your book list, because I didn't know what they were reading all the time. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we would get to time for a review, and it would be this mad scramble, and we'd be going through the house and looking on the shelves. Oh, and yeah. Going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read, I read this in August, and I... You know, and it was so silly. It was just a dumb, I needed to make that decision. You're keeping your book list, and I'm keeping the this. And, and communicate. Just communicate it. Yeah. And we did, like, logs, the things that kids were logging hours on, like phys ed or fine arts. We would often keep those logs up by the computer in the days where we just had a desktop um, or on the refrigerator door. And so as they would come and go, they would just fill their log sheets. In. I know a lot of kids now keep a note in their phone. The phone, exactly. And they just add their hours every time they It's it. magic. Mm -hmm. It is. And then you just send it to your printer and yeah. you put it. It's Voila. so cool. So yeah. in, in setting the, the long-term goals and the yearly goals and keeping records, there are, like, the number of credits you have to have and everything and, and how to, to make do it We need to do a separate episode Yeah, and there's mm -hmm. no way, yeah, we can fit that in. So stay tuned. Stay tuned yeah. for an episode on the 26 credits that make the world go round. Mm. I just made that up right on the spot. Mm. How about that? We, we're right. singing Paul Simon and <laughs> Disney or something. Yes, mm. yes. Um, so, okay, so just to recap, and then we're going to sign off and let this one be, because be, it's a lot for a it's newbie a to think mm -hmm. about, so we don't want to make it to it, but quick because review. Because Sandra's going to get stressed San if we Sandra, give her too much. Mm. Sandra, it's okay. Breathe. Mm. Breathe. We're all going to take a breath together. Ready? Here Ready? we go.
<sighs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. If you purse your lips uh-huh. like you're blowing out a birthday candle mm-hmm. and extend the breath out mm-hmm. for longer, mm-hmm. it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. I thought it just meant that Ooh. we were at a choir rehearsal because that's what I always think like <laughs> singers do when we're working. Parasympathetic nervous system. I've been practicing saying that. And that's so and cool. what will that do yeah. for us? It makes you feel calmer, even ah, more than just even breath. more. Yeah. Is it just the idea that there's birthday cake to be had? Because that would make me happy. It's, yeah, it's the combination of brain candle, things, yeah. And I can imagine the cake. A nice Pavlovian response. Nuts yeah, and yeah. chocolate. Okay, so let's All review. Right. So first we look at what kind of adult are we hoping to see after we move that tassel from one side of the cap to the other. And then we think four-year plan. So what needs to happen in high school to help my now kid become that young adult? And then one year at a time. So for this year, we know that this is a little weak and that this is an area of passion and that this is an opportunity that we have that is a limited time offer. So, you know, these are these are big deals for this year. And then from that, you choose the actual list of courses and the curriculum you're going to use for each. And then you create a system, whatever system is going to work for your homeschool, to track the learning that is taking place. And if you start with those, what was that, five? I don't count so well. I think it was five. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> if you start with yeah. that list of things, Sandra, then you will be off to a really good start as a newbie homeschool high school mom. Because mm-hmm. you can do it. Indeed. You bet. And then tune in for future episodes where we break down the actual transcript credits thing. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. And if you would find the Homeschool High School podcast on iTunes and just give us some stars and a little review to help other folks find us or interact with us on Facebook. We've been doing Facebook Lives. Yeah. Those are so fun. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday mm-hmm. mornings. Is, is, yeah, they may not Eastern stay on Wednesday time. mornings, but yeah. they're at, na- least, at least for now. Yeah, but at least for now. they stay up there on the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook, Facebook page. page. And they just stay there so you can go back and see good how-to information right there from We try to keep them right around 15 minutes or less. So it's it's a quick it's a quick little nugget of something and it's not some, you know, big deal that you're committing to. Some um, more nuts and chocolate for you. More nuts and chocolate, Sandra, because <laughs> you can never have enough nuts and chocolate. Absolutely. And so with that wisdom, we leave you today and we thank you for joining us here on the Homeschool High School podcast from Seven Sisters Homeschool.com. Brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.